Hi everyone, and thanks for listening to Visibility, the monthly podcast produced by CID, the Council for Intellectual Disability. Here, we'll be telling our stories and exploring some of the issues that impact people with intellectual disability. To find out more about our work, visit www.cid.org.au. In the spirit of reconciliation, the Council for Intellectual Disability acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to the Elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hello and welcome to Visibility, the podcast of the Council for Intellectual Disability. Today, we'll be talking with Gianna Giorgio about her experiences as a dancer and director with intellectual disability. She has performed across Australia and internationally with Restless Dance and with other acclaimed companies and directors. Gianna is also an athlete and medal winner at the Special Olympics. My name is Alex Elliott. I will be your host today. With me is my co-host, Adele Tashkin. Thanks so much, Alex. And welcome, Gianna. So I understand you've been dancing for a long time now as a member of Restless Dance Theatre in Adelaide. What year did you start with Restless, Gianna? 2006. So how old were you then? 16. Yeah, I've been with Restless a long time. (laughs) And so what what can you tell us about Restless Dance Theatre? Restless Dance Theatre is a company and we have non-disabled and disability as well. It's a company for all of us to do dancing. Can anyone come and join Restless? You can join in, but there is workshops to go through first. They all come in ages. One is links with kids, and the next group would be Central. There's also Junction. And the company. So when you joined Restless, what did you have to do? Well, I do workshops first. That's the audition. And then after that, Michelle is the artistic director. She, she asked us to come and join the group and continue dancing. I am part of the company. I always work with them. I got paid as well, actually. Have you always been dancing? Were you dancing as a child? I started dancing, singing and dancing at home. <laughs> I love music. I did ballet because I loved it. Uh, then I uh, moved on from there. That got me thinking to become a dancer. And then Sophia Hyde just asked me if I'm going to do a short film. I got into it. That's when I got invited to join in with Restless. So are you trained in different dance styles? Actually, I have been doing two things, actually. I have been doing contemporary, mostly. I also did ballet. I don't do other styles, just those two. We have been doing a lot of um, bar stuff at Restless. Uh, we've been doing um, ballet feet. We've done a lot of um, fitness as well. We, we, we've been doing a lot of workouts. We've been doing a lot of cardios to keep us moving. They'll keep the heart rate going. I wanted to ask, how do you feel when you are dancing? Yeah, so happy, joyful, confident, 
I also feel expressive, feel passion, and I feel independent. Do you ever get nervous or shy about going out on stage, Tiana? Hmm. No. Just like that. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Only a little bit of nervous, just not too much. I get confident. That's excellent. You can feed off the audience and, and, and feel confident and alive. And you mentioned um, that it's your way of expressing yourself and your passion. Yeah. <laughs> I understand that you've also been a competitive athlete, if the dancing wasn't enough. Um, so what, what events have you been in and what competitions when you used to be an athlete? Mm, I could do this one. I used to be in Special Olympics. I've done a lot of sports. I've got so many trophies and medals. Um, I've done volleyball. I've done basketball. I've done swimming. I also did um, gymnastics as well. Wow, you're so athletic. Do you find that perhaps having a background as an athlete helps you in your dancing career? Um, that, that also help, helps me keep myself fit and strong. Yeah, it, keep, it keeps myself energised. You seem to have danced on stage for so long. Where are some of the places you've performed in Australia and maybe in other parts of the world? I have been travelling with both of us a lot of times. We've been to South Korea. We've been to the UK, Brisbane, Gold Coast. I have been travelling a lot with both of us. So I know it's difficult now, but how often would wrestlers rehearse? We have been um, on Zoom every day. We've been starting at 10 o'clock and we finish at 4. That is such a long time to be on a Zoom meeting, isn't it? Do you have it set up so that you can all see each other dancing at the same time? Is that how that works? And then you have a space where you dance? We can't see everyone on the camera. We need to have big space and you can dance around in the camera. You can dance in the camera. So it has to be, like, spacious. Are you working on a new production or are you spending lockdown carrying out more rehearsals? I am doing another production, Exposed. So we're just rehearsing for it. But at the moment, I have a broken leg and um, I can't go anywhere must be very difficult to uh, do any kind of dancing with a broken leg. Yeah, I know. It's hard, I know. How much longer are you going to be um, laid up with your broken leg? Well, right now it's healed. Um, I can walk, I can stand, which is good, but I can't dance with it yet. I can use my right leg, which is good, and my whole arms too. I can move, but I can't do an exercise with my left leg. They are in the studio right now. So people at Restless, they are still rehearsing. I'm not there. But um, I am on Zoom with them a lot. I have been watching them and I have been giving them feedback. So I can't really help out. They gave me some homework to do, some creative tasks that they asked me to do. I'm glad to hear that um, that your leg is healing up well, though, and yeah. um, that, that you're able to walk around. So I guess not long now until you can get out and dance again. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Thanks, Gianna. It's been great talking to you today. We're now going to take a 
quick break before hearing more about some of the issues of being a dancer with an intellectual disability. You're listening to Visibility, the podcast produced by the Council for Intellectual Disability. If you're enjoying this episode, you can support us by reviewing us through Apple, Podchaser or your favourite listening app. Welcome back, everyone. Today, we're talking to Gianna Giorgio. She's filling us in on the joys and challenges of being a dancer and director with an intellectual disability. Your love for dancing, does that continue when you're directing or choreographing? I do like directing and choreographing some shows, yeah. I did it with uh, with Restless. It's called W, or the dancers direct. Choose your own mentors. The mentors help you to make a dance show. And when you're directing or choreographing, um, do you ever watch any famous performances to get your own inspirations? Yes, I do a lot, actually. I've been watching some other my friends' dance shows. I've been watching them live. I've also been watching them on YouTube as well. I've been getting some inspiration from them. That actually does help me um, make a dance show. Do you have some famous dancers who um, are particular favourites? Not favourites, no. I love them all. I'll just tell you something, but not everything, okay? I, I liked Sean Parker because he has a company. He's really cool. Gary Stewart from ADT. I like him. I like watching him making a dance show. Daniel Jaber, he's, he's so cool. I love him. I used to dance with him outside of Brussels as well. The Liv Warren, they're kind of cool. Yeah, there's, there's so many people that I know that I've been working with. Do you like directing more than dancing or do you like to do them both? To be honest, both, okay? I can't just choose between those two because I love them both. And what is it in particular that you like about choreography? I do love doing choreography because I, I like to um, create dance pieces. I do get inspired and I have so many options with my dancers, sometimes at restless, uh, but sometimes outside of restless. Yeah, I have been doing a lot of working alongside with a mentor. I've got two trios now with my friends that I've worked on, and I, I continued as a solo. I also have been doing um, a duet as well. It's hard work, actually. Wow, that's huge. There's so many different productions and so many different things that you've been working on over the years, Gianna. So the first piece I've done was Spirited Gardens. Yeah, it's about my family who I love the most. And the other piece that I did was Superhero Island. I've been working on that for a long time. And that one is just about people um, coming together, having friends around you, hanging out and, you know, catch up with people. And that's what I like doing. And then I've been doing Mysterious Lake. It's all about a black swan and a white swan. That actually reminds me of being a ballerina, actually. When you're directing the other dancers, what do you expect from them and what do you get from them? 
Um, okay, so if I was a director, let's just say, I, I give them a task. For example, if you want to be an animal, you just have to, just have to think of what movement they do. You just have to create, you know, a movement from that and you just have to choose your favourite animal, you know. That's just a, a basic task. It's fun. You can give them some feedback what they are doing at the moment. I mean, you have to create um, a dance show out of it. You can manage your own staging as well. Do lighting, technology, then we have the costumes. Well, I was just going to say, um, it sounds like as a director, you've got a lot of responsibility about what the the choreography is going to be and the um, the lighting and how everyone's going to look. And it sounds like you take that responsibility pretty seriously. You have to quiet yourself and uh, you need someone to to be right beside you anyway in case if you need a hand or anything. So you're talking, Gianna, about your artistic process. Dancing is your career, so this is, this is a paid job for you, isn't it? Yeah. We have been getting paid for each um, performances. You've danced with well-known artists and companies like Chunky Move and well-known choreographers like Mel Tankard. How has that helped you to develop as a dancer and a director? So Mel Tankard came in and we did a workshop with her for Suzani. Chunky Move, I worked with Anthony Hamilton. Does that inspire you as a dancer and a director when you work with these really amazingly talented people? Yeah, I, I watch them a lot. That, that, that got me thinking. So, Gianna, if you weren't in with the Restless Dance Company, can you imagine where you might be? And do you think there's opportunities for people with intellectual disability or Down syndrome to become dancers? Yes. That's a good one, actually. If I wasn't with Restless, I would suggest that I would go with my other friends from other companies that I've worked with, like Australian Dance Theatre, ACRs. I can definitely work with other friends from other companies I can do. And I have friends there. They're like my family. And so just knowing that there's opportunities out there for everybody to pursue the kind of career that, that you want with hard work and dedication and constant fitness. Yeah. For people who are listening to the podcast, if there's anyone out there who wants to know how to become a professional dancer, what would your advice be to them? To be a dancer, you have to be fit. You have to keep dancing. Be professional and always have to listen to the director all the time. Is there a lot of space for dancers who have Down syndrome or other disabilities? If you want to be in a dance world, yes. You can either be non-disabled or if you have a disability you can join in anyone can dance yeah anyone can dance you just have to start with the workshops first thanks Gianna for joining us today and sharing such wonderful stories and insights yeah no worries <laughs> thanks for having me to those listening thank you as well please join us next month for another episode in our arts and culture podcast series where we'll be talking with another creative professional with intellectual disability. You're listening to Visibility, the podcast produced by the Council for Intellectual Disability. If you're enjoying this episode, you can support us by reviewing us through Apple, Podchaser or your favourite listening app.